Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I hope you're not all sick of me this week. I know I've released a lot of episodes. <laughs> it is more than usual, and please don't get used to it because I'm going back to one or two a week. But this week we just had a lot to cover. We were coming off those weeks where there was just one episode. And when an iconic interview presents itself, I have to take a hold. So Kate Chastain was on the show earlier this week, and we're finishing it out with Queen Leanne Locken. Of course, from The Real Housewives of Dallas, Leanne's been on the show before. She's called in both times. So this was the first time that she came in person, and it was so lovely. It's such a wild ride talking to Leanne in the best way. And so I'm excited to play that interview for you guys in just a second. I want to say that, again, we're going to be going back to one to two episodes a week next week, because this is just a little too much for Danny. (laughs) A little too much. But... Again, I've loved doing it. I love making the show. And and actually, next week, we have an interview coming up that's a little bit unexpected. It's a little bit out of the box. It's with Cody and Brandy Rhodes, who are... Uh, Cody's a professional wrestler from the WWE, and they are both executives on this upcoming AEW wrestling uh, league, which is starting on TNT next week. And uh, my boyfriend, Matt, he like loves wrestling. He's obsessed with wrestling. My brother loves wrestling. So when the opportunity presented itself to interview... Cody and Brandy, I had to jump on it. And I think it'll be really fun. And one of the things that I was also drawn to is that when I was doing the live shows, I was talking to to women who were telling me their their husbands, their boyfriends. And then I was even meeting some of these straight men that were uh, there with their wives and girlfriends who listened to everything iconic. So you know what? I thought, this is for the boys. This episode's for the boys and for the, of course, I, women and, and gay men. I hope to enjoy it too, because I found that world so interesting to dive into. But that'll be next Monday. And that one's for the boys. So, uh, you know, I hope you'll enjoy it. That'll be next Monday. But for now, I want to get to my interview with Queen Icon legend Leanne Locken from The Real Houses of Dallas. Before I do, I want to say please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to support this show, go to patreon.com slash everything iconic. If you click become a patron, you could donate $4 more per month. You get the bonus episodes. I'm doing just one a month over there. And more importantly, the money helps to support this show, all these episodes that I'm doing. So thank you to everyone who's over on Patreon. I truly appreciate it. Uh, if you want a cameo, go to cameo.com slash Danny Pellegrino. I try to leave it on as much as I can, but if it says it's off, it's just because I have um, a little busy or I'm out of town or, or I usually turn it off on the weekends. So that's the that on that. And what else? There's t-shirts still available, guys. If you want one of the t-shirts, go to uh, everythingiconic.threadless.com. There's all sorts of t-shirts. There's Wild Bethany Wow shirts. There's some from the, the tour, the, the live show shirts. And so there's one that has all these iconic Bravo quotes on that I love. I think it's called the maybe a Bravo Con shirt or something like that. But it's got so many quotes from all things Bravo. So I put together like my favorite quotes and Matt designed this shirt. And I think it'd be great for Bravo Con if anyone's going. But that's... That's me selling the shirts. So that's everythingiconic.threadless.com. Without further ado, let's get to my chat with Queen Icon Legend Leanne Lockett. 
Oh, speaking of, there's shirts that say Queen Icon Legend over there. And those are my favorite ones, I think. Uh, they just say Queen Icon Legend. And you know what? Love it. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. Look, the weather's getting warmer. You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear, and the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 300 65 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. All right. I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listing, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. 
Now that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. I'm here with star of Miss Congeniality, Leanne Lockett. <laughs> I don't know about star of Miss Congeniality. Yeah, I just made balloon animals, okay? <laughs> no, you're amazing. Leanne, how are you doing today? Um, I'm great. I've been up since 5.30 promoting Christmas at the Abbey. And, you know, I'll do anything for kids in a hospital. Well, I wanted to get into this in a bit, but maybe we should just hop on now. I feel like I've said this on the show before, but you are always doing charity events. And I feel like it's not just for the show. Like sometimes housewives, they do charity on the show, but I feel like you're constantly working for kids, for LGBT off Animals, the show. Domestic violence. What, what draws you to all of this? And that's, is that a weird question? What draws you to all this charity work? The need. Yeah. The need is strong. And. You know, I I was doing charity before we started. Matter of fact, when they went to cast this show, basically the way they pitched it to me was, we're going to do a show about nonprofit, about charity, and how the ladies communicate and mix and mingle, because that is how we socialize in Dallas, is at charity events. And I was like, oh, well, then, yeah, I'm totally in for it, because I can bring light to all these events that I love so dearly. And, um, you know, then I got yelled at for using the word charity, like nonstop in season one. They're like, charity, charity, charity. But that was what it was supposed to be about. Mm -hmm. So when did you find out in the process that it wasn't about charity? They had to tell us the day we shot our intro, we were going to shoot the intro and they were like, okay, you're real housewives. We were like, what? I mean, everybody was happy. And I was like, this probably isn't going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) But the first season was definitely different. And I feel like things really hopped up on the second season. I think that's when it really jumped up. We knew what we were were doing doing by the second season. You know, you start, and even though I have done reality TV before several times, um, the other girls didn't. So then it's like, you know, now they're caught up. Now we're all together on the same page. And now let's do something. Right. Now, how's the season going? We're in season four. How do you feel about it? Yeah, no, it's season four. <laughs> I mean, I get married this season. I'm congratulations. Thank you. Um, my wedding is beautiful. You're my a newlywed. Is, I'm a newlywed. That's I know so it's fine. still so freaking yeah. weird to say husband. Right. Like when I text and I like my husband or when people are like, um, where's your husband? And I'm like, I have one of those. It sounds like a disease. Like what? I'm, you know, 52. I finally have a husband. Holy crap. But things are good. Things, things are, are good. amazing. And things are did, so happy. How did the wedding go? How- one, it was the most beautiful, perfect day. And I say, I know I'm not dumb. I know perfect doesn't exist. But the truth is I had built an army of friends and Steve Kimball, my wedding planner, and nothing hit me for a month after I was married. A a month to two months after I was married, people started telling me little things like, did you know your mother almost missed your wedding? And I was like, (laughs) will we see that stuff on the show? I'm sure you will. Yeah. So we did film the weddings. We're going to see the wedding. Oh, they brought in an extra crew for the wedding. Okay. I'm excited. Low-key Rich's Val stole the wedding. Oh, okay. So sweet. So funny. What about the other wives? Well, first of all, I have a crush on Rich. I think he's handsome. Like I've Thank told you that before. You. Um, but do the other women, are they, how many of the women are at the wedding? I the know majority of the women were invited to the wedding and only two were not present. So two of them that weren't present. Uh, one was invited, one wasn't. Oh, interesting. I, um, 
I don't think it's that hard to decipher who I was not going to invite considering there was never an apology to Rich and there still to this day has never been an apology to Rich. Um, I want to talk about this. So this is Deandra. And what was the situation before you started filming? What was this text message situation? Can you explain a little bit? I really can. And I'll tell you why. It's Rich's business, not mine. And I've said it a million times. I was pissed at Rich for um, I was pissed at Rich for sending it and not asking me first or running it past me. And he was pissed. He was pissed. I just came back from the reunion and I said, oh, yeah, Deandra hunted down your first two wives to find out what you were like. And she said they both said that you cheated on them, which was the complete opposite, by the way. And believe me, we have evidence to show you it's the complete opposite. Um, what so, kind so, of what do you mean you have evidence? What's well, the Rich evidence? has evidence. I mean, like I can easily call up a sports commentator in Dallas, Texas and prove that Troy Aikman was the one who told my current husband that his first wife was cheating on him oh so let's just let's just remember that when you start the lies i'm the truth meter okay so i'm gonna bring you back to row one and we're gonna start this shit on the real world because i'm not doing the fake stuff and so yeah so like you know it really and you know she was like they both came to me i'm like but doesn't that happen a lot in housewives world where People try to get dirt on each other. Oh, by far. It, I mean, I, I don't know that they showed it. I don't remember if they showed it or not. But when we did Honest Tea the year before at Deandra's house, Brandy walked in and she was like, so you have been married before? And I was like, uh, say who? Uh, no. Um, got- why would I lie about that? And don't you think you could just Google and find a divorce <laughs> document? Like, that ain't that hard to do. And, and I was like, no. And she had a friend here in L.A. who had gone out with a one uh, the son of a man i lived with for 13 years okay and he said i was like a mother to him growing up because i was the fun girlfriend that lived with his dad you know what's the relationship with deandra now are you guys i mean we on the show can i just say it's it's clear you two hate each other <laughs> listen but, I, but I but i do want to say this I don't have time or room in my heart to hate her. Mm. I don't. Right. Um, I do think there is massive hatred towards me from both her mother and her. And I think Why? it's toxic. Um, you, that's a question for them. I'm not going to speculate on how they feel because I just listened to a podcast where Dee told me that uh, I told her that I was broke and needed to do this show because I needed the income, which is a lie. And and listen, you know why you're going to hate me, love me, agree with me, not agree with me? Because I'm going to show you how I really feel. Like, I'm not, I don't hide it. I, you know, listen, I know everybody thought I was negative nanny last, you know, in last week's episode. And I was to an extent because I'd been told that Carrie was going to Attack me. What do you mean you've been told Terry, Carrie was going to attack I, you? Carrie was brought on by Deandra. Go listen to the podcast that Dee did. You will clearly hear how much excitement Dee has in her voice for Carrie coming on because Carrie's going to just, you know, not tolerate the BS. Oh, interesting. And so I'm you just went like, into so, that. So you're just forecasting uh. before you we've ever even premiered. Okay, that was genius. Um, Because I felt that way watching it as a viewer. I felt like Carrie was really coming in hard for you. mm -hmm. And one of the things that I know you got a lot of heat for was like not staying in the room with Carrie. And I thought, what the fuck? Why the fuck would she stay in the room with her? There's a hundred rooms in this house. Who as an adult wants to stay in the room? Seven casitas. And yes, I brought pajamas. But the reality is, I don't need this bitch rifling through my shit. 
<laughs> and and I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, right. but I don't know if she would do that or wouldn't. But look, I am a 52 year old woman. I yeah. am need my space. Yeah. And, um, and I know that going on this show and being forced to stay in a room with other people is how they get you to get all worked up. But, um, if I don't have to, and I didn't have to, and the you producer's already little... just going to have to work a little harder to get me riled mm-hmm. up. Okay. And you were already going into it knowing that something was maybe coming your way from I Carrie. So why it. would you put yourself in that position? I knew it. And then like the comment when I was like, Ooh, you can't get drunk on this property. You fall down the stairs. That's because y'all, I was drunk from the bus ride, <laughs> which is why I didn't get nauseous on the way there, but I almost <laughs> threw up twice on the way back to the airport. Um, th- this was not like a, you know, Oh, the bus ride, you know, I'm like, no, Wait, bitch. That's a good, it's that's from a good hell. And let's long, just get straight. How long was the bus? It was Two long, and a right? half yeah. hours. And at some points, single lanes eat direction. So there was, when there became traffic, it became three hours. Mm. What was the resort like? It looked pretty. Oh, the odd. home it is beautiful. beautiful yeah. Look, uh, Eduardo's home is beautiful. It is you stunning. You Eduardo's home. Was it's that been a in Eduardo's shade? family for okay. years. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Eduardo's home is beautiful. Yeah. And the staff there was so sweet and kind. And it really is like if we weren't on a housewife trip, that would be a fun place to go back and vacation. So did you ever meet Carrie before she came on the show? Or yes. was it your first meeting? Okay, so we wh- had a confrontation at once. What was what was the confrontation? She was pissed that um, of the stuff I was saying about Duber. And so she came over right, to the table, the table where I was having dinner with Heidi. And she's so funny because she's like, well, I just went over and let her have it. Um, but bitch, please. She did. So she didn't. You she sat just... the fuck down. <laughs> like, first of all, you sat at a table you were not invited to. And then you just started talking to Heidi and you right. knew who I was. And you slowly sneaked in a confrontation to which I said to you how I felt. So let me ask you this. With the other women in the cast, did they have any idea or were they in the know that maybe Carrie was kind of angling to... They knew. I mean, it's hard not to It's hard to not know. to. So what did everyone else think? Well, they're all friendly. Or, I mean, look they just at happy everybody's the heat post. Was off, the heat was off of them. Well, let's see. Brandy no longer has to attack me. Mm-hmm. Stephanie still doesn't have to have an opinion and love everyone. <laughs> Um, and I love um, Stephanie though, Leanne. I do I know, too. I, love, I know you do. I do I too, but I'm, I get frustrated because there are these moments where she's like, I really want to be friends with you. And then an opportunity arises to like act like a friend. And it, it's a struggle for me. It's mm-hmm. a real struggle. And I, you're going to see one of our cast come hard and heavy for her. For Stephanie? Yes. Cameron, right? Is it Cameron? I'm guessing Cameron. Uh, what about, so what's your relationship like with Cameron now? You- I thought we were good. And then I saw her go out and say that she didn't want to sit next to me or Stephanie at the reunion. And I was like, well, thanks, Why bitch. I'm so that? glad that I got stood in front of sexual chocolate and, you know, did all that stuff. I don't know. Oh, she said, because I'm the only one. Stephanie and I are the only ones who hurt her feelings. And I'm like, okay, wait, we just are about to see a napkin toss. <laughs> right. Okay, so Carrie, the new housewife, aside from your altercation with her, do you think that she makes a good housewife as just like a viewer of the show? You know, for me, a good housewife is someone who has their own storyline. It's not just about mixing well in the group. And I will say the only person in the group that Carrie doesn't get along with is me. And it's a choice. So she gets along with everybody else. Everybody else thinks she's great and wonderful. Such a great addition. But for me, it's going to be about how much value do you add to the show? Mm -hmm. Do you have something that contributes to storyline? Because, you know... I mean, let's talk about a wedding and all the parties that were thrown 
because of my wedding this season. And every season, I my life doesn't get smaller. It mm. only gets bigger. Right. Kind of like my booty. <laughs> Mine too. Mine too, Leanne. <laughs> okay, so you opened up about your history, and some of the wives had said that you do that too much. What was your reaction right. to that? Don't demean my past. Don't demean yeah. what I've survived. If any of these wives want to take the ACE test and let me know what their score was, I'm, I'm actually going to, I've decided now I'm going to put the ACE test, ACE test on my Instagram page and I'm going to have people take it and then put their number in the comments. And then I will tell people in my story what my number is. And then maybe it'll make people understand a little differently. And I always say that it helps to bring up your own personal experiences because other people who are going through similar things can relate to that and see it on screen. Danny, I could open my phone right now and show you so many messages from so many people who are mm -hmm. like, thank you. I don't feel alone. Right. I finally connected. How do you stay? Now, how do you stay positive? How mm -hmm. much therapy did you get? What worked for you? I'm 36 and I'm desperate. Help me. And you know what? That's why I do the show. That's the sole purpose for me. Is that overwhelming to get no. messages like that? I know Stephanie said on the show it was overwhelming for her because she opened up about her uh, suicide attempt last season, and she said it was a lot. What led her to open up about her suicide you're, attempt? You're talking about your suicide attempt, yeah. You know, I've learned so much about mental health. I had gone through a very serious depression years ago, and I learned that in retrospect, I was having all these suicidal thoughts and it was, I don't know. Where it's are you powerful. at? Where are you at mental health wise? Um, I'm the same place I am with a clean body. You have to shower every day to stay clean. You have to practice right. positive things every day to keep depression away. What are the things you practice? Motion creates emotion. So if you're sitting still feeling sorry for yourself, get up, go walk around the block, get outside. Get a little vitamin D in your life. Mm -hmm. Have some sunshine. Sun and, exercise and, are so important. And, and I'm going to say this, and I'm not an exercise person. I said walk around the block. But because um, <laughs> you're like, I ain't doing a marathon. I right? ain't doing no stairs. Like, oh, yeah, Carrie was like, we'll wake Those up in the morning stairs and were... do stairs. And I'm like, y'all can do some stairs. Those stairs are fucking aggressive, though. Listen, they were like high stairs. It was a lot of stairs. A lot. Oh, dude, it took me two weeks for my calves to stop hurting after I got home. No, I, but I will say this. If you are suffering from depression and you are having thoughts, it is because you are so focused on yourself and your pain. And I understand that. I get those points too. What you need to do is go volunteer at a nonprofit. I promise you, go help your neighbor. Go listen to someone else and take the focus off of you and put it out. Make your focus external and not in. It's mm. why I do charity work. Mm -hmm. Do you want to know what keeps me positive and moving forward is my husband, my animals, and my charity work. Were you nervous first season? Or I don't mm -hmm. know, remember when you first opened up about your season history. one. Were you nervous about it? No, I never was. I was actually pissed because basically I had shared my story at a charity event and Brandy had heard it. And she was like, you know, I think it was really selfish of you to share your story. And I was like, I'd never heard someone say that to me before. And she's been saying that from season one. Then. Well, they are so, I mean, that's why when she was like in Mexico, which I think comes up this week when she was like, you know, I know, are you kidding? I know everything about you. And I'm like, okay, when's my period? <laughs> and I didn't even remember asking her that. Right. Like I talked to her on the phone recently and, and I was like, girl, I was like, 
I did not even remember saying that. And she was like, I didn't, I didn't forget it. And I was like, oh, well, you know, stuff like that flies out of my mouth. And that's, that's one of the things about me that I'm, I don't try to control. And that Mm -hmm. is when you, I'm not a fan of never always, um, infinite words that don't genuinely apply to life. So don't use infinite words if they're not true. You don't know everything mm-hmm. about me. What's what's what deodorant do I use? Right. <laughs> do I brush my teeth every morning? And I it mean, might be different all the time. And and but it's We but, don't know. But you don't. And the thing is so you you also don't know how I was abused. Mm-hmm. You don't know how often. You don't know. You don't know everything. And and that's one of the things that really does when they start calling it and they do the air quotes, my story, it, it is hurtful because it demeans what I've survived. Mm. And I don't, I just don't think people really, you know, and I, and maybe one day I'll write a book and people can actually read everything that I've gone through. And then maybe, maybe then people will stop calling it my story. On some level, do you think it's maybe people aren't comfortable enough opening up about their own past? And so it's almost like a jealousy thing because you're so honest and open about your history. And most people though, in general, aren't comfortable. They aren't capable. Mm. They are. And it's not that. They, they, I mean, and they're not capable because they're not comfortable talking about it. And I don't know that there's anything wrong with that. I think that no. most people just aren't wired that way. And, and I will say this, one of the things that helped my depression and my, to stop me from attempting suicides was I had to learn to let go of shame. I was so mm-hmm. ashamed of what had happened to me and blamed myself as a three-year-old girl. I sat on the fire hydrant by the fire hydrant on the curb and said, if I wasn't so pretty, that wouldn't happen to me. Mm. And it took years for me to realize that, you know what? Screw all y'all. I'm not going to be ashamed about what happened to me. I didn't ask for it. And so now I've gone the opposite direction. I'm very aggressive Mm -hmm. against people who have survived something and have shame about it. It's not their fault. What would you say to yourself as a little girl or another little girl who's going through similar situations that you went through? Is there anything that talk about it. It's not your fault, but you're never going to convince a child that it's not their fault because children in that state of mind aren't capable of processing. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I, you know, and they shouldn't have to, and they shouldn't have to process adult things like that. And it's, you know, so no, but I will tell you what I've said to people who ask me, who message me, I say, um, I, they, you know, they tell me their story in direct messages. And I say, um, I want you to remember one thing. What happened to you is not who you are. Mm. You were made by God to be a beautiful creature that deserves everything in life. So don't let what some asshole, because it was about them, not you did to you. Mm-hmm. You were the victim. Now be the victor. Right. Is there a book or something? This is crazy. But is there a book or something that you hold on to or like a passage, a, a saying or something? That's yeah. that's it. Right? My favorite Bible verse, Acts 2.25. What is it? I've pitched my tent in the land of hope. Mm. And on days when I feel completely hopeless is the most dangerous for me. So when... It's why I struggle so hard sometimes on this show because I don't like when everybody comes for me. And you know... Typically, it ends up where everybody comes for me. And that makes me feel, it puts me in a very hopeless state. And um, 
you know, I mean, like Thailand, there was a good two hours I was in a shower bawling my eyes out. This is an upcoming trip later this mm-hmm. season because something the wives did or said. You will, you will we'll believe me, you will be stay tuned and believe me, you will be like, are you kidding me? And yeah. so it's just, you know, I do, I try so hard. I do try hard with them because I do want to have friendships, but when it gets turned on me over the most ridiculous things, it's hard not to take that personal. Mm. I want to switch gears a little bit, and this is a hard shift. Okay. But I think you might have gotten a lot of flack for this, and it was the wedding dress mm. situation. I'm so glad you brought I that wanted, up. Yeah, please. I would like to discuss that. Yeah. So here's what they left out of the footage. Because um, it made you look like you were just... Oh, like I was just walking into a store and just kind of beg. Yeah. Dress. Yeah. No. Okay, so... First of all, it was a $25,000 wedding gown that was that was created for me. Okay. Um Nardos wanted to do this dress from day 1. Nardos adores me. Nardos knows that it's not in my budget and and I it's not that it's not that it's not in my budget. That's not that's to stretch. It's I have the money to pay for it. I'm just not the person that would spend that money on myself. Okay. So I didn't express myself very clearly on that one. Plus, Nardos didn't want it to look like she was just making this dress for me for free because she doesn't like the fact that the other girls sort of use money as a weapon against me. So Nardos wants it to always look like I'm on the same caliber. So it was a real kind of um, her wanting to help me in that scene and me wanting to be honest and authentic. And it, it just, it didn't, it didn't. It didn't come across. And it, you, no. you saw that. You saw when you watched it. Oh, you thought, so oh. uncomfortable. Also, Are you, you were kidding? Like, you were holding an expensive bag and we were watching. We were like, but it wasn't stop that. It. Okay, but my bag wasn't that expensive. And then I know later in the episode, I was like, oh, a helicopter would have been better. A helicopter flight's 500 bucks. Like, let's just get legit real. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. only reason I said that was because Brittingham was like, well, so-and-so famous celebrity lives over here and they live over there. And I'm like, those people are not taking that fucking two and a half hour curvy road bus ride ride throw up along the way to get to their vacation home i'm not a good traveler in general like any sort of curvy road is not good for me i get motion sickness and all of it yeah anyway um all of the dallas ladies you're really active on social media Mm -hmm. is that a thing that you guys grouped together and you said we're going to be very because i feel like more than any other cast on bravo you guys are active on social media and the fans love it we like that we can get in touch with you guys let's go back to the beginning there were beginning people who were very active on social media that would be the three originals. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I think as we go along, everybody looks to see what we do so that then they pick up the sword and do it as well. Yeah. And I think that, you know, now it's almost become expected of us to be yeah, so Yeah, it is. I think with Dallas, prevalent, yeah. it, almost, it must be a little crippling at times because it's almost like we expect that we can get in touch that with you we guys can talk bit. to you yeah. and the thing is like i'm i'm changing up my instagram a little bit i'm changing up twitter a little bit i still want to try to talk to everyone and answer your questions i really do it's i prefer hard. comments over direct messages because i rarely can get to all of those but um but you know yeah i i I'm still trying. And if you come leave a nasty comment, which thank you on my video, I got a ton of nasty comments. Uh, The worst. Who's taking their time to do that? No comment. Go do something else. You know what? 
I'm not going to be them. Yeah. No comment. Well, I'll be them. They're assholes. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> and you're pissed, not going to get a response. Right. I mean, a few people said something that was like, just pissed me off enough that I was mm-hmm. like, listen, asshole. Let me tell you something. I'm, I post memes on my Instagram and sometimes people say something mean and very rarely, like I'm pretty non-confrontational, but occasionally I'll be like, oh my God, I have to respond to this person. Cause like, it makes me so mad that it's like, just don't to. follow or don't get off here. <laughs> like why go away? But here's the thing. It's not just social media. I mean, last night when we were coming, when we were going out to dinner, a woman was walking into the hotel where we're staying and she was like, so did you get married yet? Ugh. And I'm like, hi, I'm Leanne. Nice right. to meet you. You know? And it's just like, they just, they do. They think they know you. And I, listen, I will say this meet and greets, getting a photo. If you see me somewhere and I'm not bawling my eyes out, I'm happy to take a photo with you and talk with you for two minutes. I'm happy to answer your questions, but just start with, Hey Leanne, how you doing? Oh my God, you look great. Yeah. A little compliment. (laughs) A little compliment goes a long way. A goes a long way. Uh, okay, so there's this idea that Cam's, you're sort of Cam's puppeteer. That's like this thing that's come up a bunch of times. And you recently interviewed Cam. Could yeah. you see anyone puppeteering Cam? No, I loved, I love Cam. Yeah. I like, really love I Cam. I mean, I no, do and too. I didn't think that at all. But sometimes I think on the Housewives, if two Housewives are friends, there's always one person that's the puppeteer that is the other, or not, that's not actually is the puppeteer, but gets accused, gets of, accused it. of it. Okay. Well, I think we've been accused of that forever. And I and think Brandy and Stephanie have too. And Brandy and Stephanie. And I don't think they get it anymore. And I will say that, um, I do think that that was one of the, the goals of Carrie was to come in and divide that, that dedicated, mm. honest and genuine friendship. So do Brandy and Stephanie close themselves off or is that not a thing anymore? Do they kind of group up a little bit? I mean, they, they'll always yeah, sit side besties. by side They're They, yeah. they are, they've been best friends forever. They're always going to do that. But I will say they've come, they've both gotten to the point where they realize that they don't need to defend each other. Let them defend themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and that is where we always needed to be as a group. We need to have individual storylines that we're each have an opinion of mm-hmm. and able to voice that opinion. Because without it, where do, how, do, how, does the, how does the show progress and move mm-hmm. on? What's going on with the old Carrie, Carrie Duber? She is going to come out. You know what's so sad is I was the only one who invited her to all my parties. No invitations from anyone else to Why any party. Just she was off the show, and they're like, "Oh, we don't have to invite her or anything." I don't know. I guess you'll have to ask them. And we see that you're still close with Tiffany too. Of course, right. Tiffany. And I've been best friends since we were kids. Yeah. I mean, you know, and Tiffany hated me when she first met me, and which Carrie, I love. Carrie hated and you Carrie too, hated right. me. You know, eventually I will win you over. <laughs> I'm so good. Is Carrie was she blindsided by not coming back, or was that like a kind of a thing? Everyone was. Okay I think with. she's so busy she's with busy, her business yeah. that actually it's a godsend because now she can really focus. You know that surgery center that she started. You like like if you try to. She basically she got the injector that I've been using forever to come work for her. So now I go there. She's booked and busy, dude. People are like, "Who does this? Who does that?" And I'm like, "Here you go. Go go contact her." And they're like, "Leanne." They they said it's going to be six months before I can get in. And I'm like, use yeah. my name. Maybe they'll take you after hours. Are we going to see her at all on the show? We're going to see her at maybe the wedding at certain oh, events. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, she hosted okay. She hosted a lingerie party for me where she made all oh. of us show up in lingerie. 
good. I want to see her. I like when the old housewives dip in a little bit. You will see a massive dip at one point. A massive. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Uh, so Cameron in Mexico said that Brandy's behavior which was trashy mm. at that dinner. What did you think of that? I think for a woman who's elegant and believes in etiquette, she needs to upgrade her vocabulary mm. because she knows that that's her trigger. And I even said to her, you know, um, I'm not comfortable with you using that word because I've been called trash, you know, and it's such a trigger word. It's a trigger word for people who have struggled in their past or who have come up. And when you do that, you're basically saying we didn't deserve to come up. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but uh, I clawed tooth and nail to get where I am and I'm not done. So I deserve to be here of my own merit. Mm -hmm. And so when you say trash, then it, it makes us feel like, you're saying we're not worthy. Mm -hmm. And that's a real, listen, I understand Brandy so well. One of the things I love about the the fact that we're in season four is that I, I understand them all so Mm -hmm. well, most of them so well. Um, Most of them who don't you? Well, I don't. Carrie is the most confrontational human on the planet. I mean, and that's the, she finds it humorous. You know, I actually, you remember Heidi Dillon, my good friend. Okay. So I called her up after last week's episode and I was like, girl, I took a DNA test. <laughs> Turns out. Um, so, and I go, w- w- why? Why does she just want to like, you know, agitate me? And she goes, Leanne, you need to remember, Carrie is confrontational. That's how she, and then she told me some story about, there was a a, um, a guy who had a TV show, a famous person, came to Dallas, was at a charity event, and Heidi was talking to him. He was very intelligent, you know, has his own show, all this stuff. And Carrie just walked up right up to him and said, so why are you famous? What'd you do? Mm. And and Heidi was like, oh. Yeah, sit down. You know, we see that even with the dinner with her husband when they were out to eat. It was like, <gasps> even I was uncomfortable for the server. Oh, waitress. <laughs> oh, my God. And then you hear at the very end, Eduardo go, um, could you tell me the specials now? And I was like, thank you, Eduardo. Yeah. I mean, like, but I will say, I do think it's an interesting dynamic to add into the mix. Oh, 100%. We don't have anyone like that. Yeah. It's like something new a little bit. What else is to come this season? What do we have to look forward to? Everything. I'm excited. You guys are going to Thailand. Thailand trip is fabulous. Um, you know, Oh, at one point we go to a sanctuary, an animal sanctuary in Thailand and it's just beautiful. Rescue animals. Yes. That, you know, did she tell you about crushing? No, no. She told me that she learned you're not supposed to ride elephants on vacation. Okay. That's great that she learned that. So now I'm going to give you the hardcore version of it, which is elephant crushing is, um, they take baby elephants away from their mothers at three and for 12 weeks straight, they beat them with nails. They electrocute them. They use heavy chains on them. They crush their spirit. It's called elephant crushing. I cried while we were there because, to be honest with you, I know what it's like to be crushed. And it's so, to watch these animals, all they wanted was love. They just wanted to reach up, even though humans were the one who harmed them. All they seek is still human love. And I just get that. Elephants are such beautiful creatures, too. And they're it's so like, gentle. I don't, yeah. There's so much so, going, there's so much in the world that you, it's, you you're, know. That's why you're not supposed to ride them, because basically right. to ride an elephant, it has been, it's gone through crushing. Right. So. Uh, 
shift, hard shift here. Do it. The hair. What's going on with the hair? I love your hair. It looks amazing. But Thank Deandra you. got the same haircut. What was going on there? That's who odd, got, right? Who got it first? Well, um, Bravo TV. If you go to bravotv.com and read all the blogs, there is an order that Bravo released blogs, and I'm going to go with that order. Um, but you know, this wasn't like a brand new adventure for me because I was blonde for 40 years. So for me, when she did it, I was like, you have been dark your entire life. What are you doing? You know, and I've heard her say that, I guess she said she did it so that people wouldn't ask her about her neck lift. And, um, and I, so I guess you it works. So, you are so good at shade. I love no, it. No, <laughs> no. She said it in an interview. Well, you know, she I, said I it. just, I just, you know, I heard the, inter- the facts. I only know what I know. And, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I think it's great, but I do think she was prettier with dark hair. I like, I think her skin tone and everything looks great. And so now she's, I think went even blonder and. But, it's even more aggressive now. You know, it is what it is, honey. I mean, I thought it looked great on both of you. It was just surprising to me that at the beginning of the season. Oh, I both, know. You... And Stephanie's like, they're twinning and they don't even know it. Do you have like, a fa- believe me, we all knew it. Okay, Steph. <laughs> Do you have a favorite confessional look that's not your own? Like, is there one that you, one of the women that you've seen so far this season where you're like, oh my God, they look amazing. I mean, everyone's I do beautiful. Like, but... I do like Cam's second confessional look. Which one in is the that? Alexander, uh, the Alex Perry uh, sequin but I'm a shoulder pad girl. Mm-hmm. So those, you know, that's what I love about Alex Perry's shoulder pads are so powerful. What I find funny is that Alex Perry is Stephanie's favorite designer and Cameron's wearing it. Wow. Uh, I love Stephanie's look in the black dress. I was hair. not a fan oh, of like that, that look. I feel like other people don't like it either. I love that look, but I saw on Twitter people were. What do you like think it. of my cha-cha chain? Amazing. I love the chains. I love the chains. Yeah. I mean, everyone looks beautiful on the show. But wait, do you see my third look? It's gonna how be many looks, how many total looks? We're do only you gonna do? get three. Only three. Yeah. Okay. So I have questions from the Everything Iconic Patreon. Courtney McShay says she loves you. She loves Queen Leanne. Do you feel like their group gangs up on you and casts you as the villain? How do you feel about that? We sort of talked. About I think that. it's an amazing question, and I think she answered her own question. Mm-hmm. I do feel like that a lot, and it makes me very, very, very sad because all I really want is to be a part of the group, and they keep saying you don't want to be a part of this group, and I'm like, why am I here? Like, does it make you paranoid? I feel like I would get paranoid. It, you yeah. know, a little. Yeah, a little. I'm not going to lie. Sure. Right. Uh, Samantha Martz says, um, "Is there any behavior on the show that you were embarrassed by?" Will this be before or after the current episode? The- <laughs> oh, I, I think I think when you see, yeah, this the air. falling in the sand and and the you know the um I I really tried to have a conversation with well Deandra tried when Deandra fell over in the in okay this, well before right. that we were at the table and everybody walked away and left me alone at the table with a. Deandra, who is beyond obliterated. No, so bad. So that literally she was trying to talk to me and I was just like, girl, girl, (laughs) like right now. Let's do it another time. Girl, you are not even going to remember what we say tonight. Why would I even do this now? Like I'm being logical. Seriously, I want to do this with you. And I get that it takes you two bottles of tequila to get brave enough to do it with me. But. I want to do it when you're sober because mm-hmm. I want what we say to matter and to make a difference and to make a change, not when we're drunk and, you know, 
all that. What did you think when she was telling Carrie and you to do your conversation now, right now, yeah. in front of everyone? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, that's Deandra. She's just like her mother, mm. demands her way, her way. And, you know, it was irritating as fuck because I felt like, a, a chance to step aside with Carrie and have a conversation with her is a chance to connect with her. Mm -hmm. You've never seen Carrie and I alone yet, have you? But then no one would be able to control what was going on. The other you women mean, wouldn't be able to. Oh, that's what you mean. Love you, Samantha. Lisa Biganess says, who's your least and most favorite housewife from other franchises? Oh, I couldn't even. Um, I, you know, I'm a huge, hardcore love for Erica hardcore love. She has been one of the kindest people to me. I mean, seriously, we just sat together again at New York Fashion Week and just, she just gives me strength sometimes when I'm out of it. And she's just always so, I mean, when we had the shooting 7-7 and all the police officers were being killed, she was like, please tell me Rich is okay. And I mean, like she was the only one, my own cast didn't even reach out mm. to me. Erica did and was like, tell me that Rich is okay. And I, I woke up and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, he's okay. Thank you. Um, and, you know, I just, I love Erica. Mm -hmm. um, uh, New York, you know, I'm huge fans of Ramona, Dorinda, and Sonia. Uh, I think individually and collectively, they is. are freaking, oh my God, seriously. Yeah. If the Three Stooges were around right now, they would, they would <laughs> annihilate them. What was Pride like? You did Pride <gasps> and we saw that fantastic video what? of Sonia and Tinsley and you were in the uh -huh. car. It was you and Kelly Dodd, I think was the one filming it. And Reza. And why isn't that a TV show? Like I would have watched so much more footage of that. Because there's not enough alcohol fuel to keep all of that conversation going. And what were you thinking that whole time Tinsley and Sonia are arguing? Well, here's the thing. Were you like, where's my popcorn? Their argument had started at like 11 a.m. At 11 a.m., I had made an attempt, Kelly Dodd had made an attempt, and Reza had made an attempt, and Dorinda had made an attempt, and Margaret Josephs had made an attempt to stop the argument, which was not about the townhouse, mm -hmm. to stop the argument. What was it about? I'm not going to say. Something about the show, probably it, behind no, the scenes. No, it wasn't, but it, it just, I'm not going to say. Anyway, um, I do believe that we all deserve some level of privacy. So that's their story to tell, you know? Sure. Um, so we all tried to stop the argument. And then what happened was we went on the float and it, the argument continued all on the float, which was like, what, four or five hours down the streets. Oh and then we get in the car and we're going to go to an after party, which Sonia is organizing for us. You know, we're going to go have fun. And it's still going on. And it's like, you know, we get there in the Uber. I, first of all, I thought the Uber driver was going to pull over and kick us out. I really did. Like at some point I just kept saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I was at some point I was touching his leg. I was like, how high up do I got to go? So we get to where we need to go because these bitches are not helping <laughs> we the situation. Get kicked out of the car right? I'm just like, I don't know this hood and I'm in heels and I don't want to walk anymore. So, um, <laughs> you did seem like you were organizing the chaos a little bit in that little brief video that we saw. Of course it was a very tiny video. Well, there was also a line of like a hundred people to get into the car, the club mm -hmm. we were going. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, if you two step out of this car hollering and hooting and screaming at each other this is gonna be all over everywhere you know what i mean because i did at that point did not know that kelly was videoing yeah so i was trying to keep it private and that's why i was like in it was fun to just i wish we had more but it was nice to just get a little sneak peek and know that 
That it's real. What we see Sonia and Tinsley on screen is the same. Yes, I really liked it. Yes. Linda E says, are you still in therapy? Yes, I still go to therapy weekly. I will be in. I was normally go on Mondays, but I'm uh, out here doing charity events. So I will be going Thursday. Ashley Chan says, if you could move to any other franchise, where would you go? I think you've answered this before. I feel like I've heard you say Atlanta. Is that true? I, you know, I used to say Atlanta. I don't think I'd be accepted in Atlanta. Um, Why not? Because I've been in, around the Atlanta girls enough now to know that oh, the- I'm just not, <laughs> I'm not, you know, yeah. I can, I can rap Cardi B, but I'm not in it. <laughs> and um, I will say that um, I, I, I don't, I don't know that I would, I don't know that yeah, I fit you're, in you're in any fit, other one. I'm a Dallas. Texas, you're I am a Texas. Texan, an authentic Texan. Stacy Stratton says, um, who would you want to play in a movie uh, of your life? Who would you want to play you? Oh, Shit, by the time they make that, I'm going to be so old, I won't even know who those actresses are. I would are. watch that movie, though. I need that movie right now. Uh, I think I, I genuinely, every time I've really ever told to my, I, that's what, yeah. that's what I, I want to do is a, is yeah. a biography. I want to do, you know. I think it'd be good. Yeah. So uh, who would you want to play you? Anyone specific? No. And is there an actress you love? I love most actors. Anybody yeah. who can move me, I'm, you know, because I come from the world of acting. So anybody who can move me, I'm 100% love. Julie Hansen wants to know, do you think there'll be any money left in the trust for D'Angelo? No. What do you make of all of that? I don't. D- D's spending it all, you think? I don't know that she's spending it all, but I don't think it'll be what D'Angelo thinks it'll be. Do you think that D'Angelo knew on some level that the company was not doing well when she no, inherited it? she had no clue. She had really had no clue. No, because clue. my entire friendship with her, I used to say, why are you like chairing all these charity events? Why don't you go to your office and chair your company? Like, like get in there and run it and mm-hmm. make it hugely successful so that when your mother argues with you, you can have numbers to back it up. Like I used to say this to her all the time. So no, I know that Dandra had no clue where the business, I think she thought it was much bigger Mm. than where it is. I've known that the company has been redlining for a long time. Why do you think Mama D was hiding it from her? Why do you think Mama D was hiding it from her? I don't know. Really? I don't know. Why? Because she just likes to fuck with her. I think there's some level of she just likes to fuck with her. I think there's some level of uncomfortableness for me between the two of them. And it it hurts me because you have such an opportunity to be this mother daughter. You have an opportunity to love each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I don't have the love that I need from my mom. And that's something that I miss. Um, but you have such an opportunity because you're still in each other's lives. And yet it's so important to win for them. It's mm. so important to win. How's your relationship with your mother now? We Is don't really any? speak. Yeah. No. Yeah. It must be hard on some level too, to see uh, mama D and Deandra, because like you said, you don't have that relationship. Uh, uh, you don't have the ability to even have a relationship. It like reminds that, so. me of the choice I've made and how right it was. Yeah. Right. So I'm just sorry, but you know, Anything else you want to clear up about the coming season? I mean, anything what, that you what need to I say? Is there anything else, anyone else that we see you fighting with? You and Stephanie, are you and Stephanie? Stephanie and I don't, I don't think Stephanie and I fight at all. I understand that Stephanie's going to have an opinion that she never expresses to me, mm-hmm. but there's also moments when Stephanie doesn't step up that I wish she would have. 
when the reunion comes, where do you think you'll be seated on the couch? Oh, Will it be you? I, I don't know, and I don't care. It's IDK and IDC. But do you think it'll be you and Deandra against each other? I think it'll always be Deandra yeah. and I sitting next to Andy. Interesting. That's, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. And I will say this. This is one of the things that I am very grateful for about this show, is that in the normal world, if Deandra and I had gone, well, first of all, Deandra and I would have never gone through this without the show. The show did this, okay? The show. Does it make you greed, mad that the show did it? The greed yeah. of the show did this. It didn't for me because I don't, there's no, I'm too old and don't give a crap. Um, in real life, it would have never happened. In real life, it had had happened. We just wouldn't speak. We just mm-hmm. wouldn't, but we would have let go of it. We wouldn't still be. Some of us are still running around lying to other cast members that negative things that the other one is doing negative things, which is completely impossible, untrue. And it's just all this extra. And it just all that is just so much for me. Um, all the outside chatter. I, but I will I will say this. Mine and Deandra's dynamics of our relationship and how we are going to navigate our way, if we ever do, according to D. You know, Deandra and I and Deandra and I and her will never be friends again, which that's sad to me because I, I would not you be the person. Think- I don't say never. Yeah. You know that. I just don't. Um, so for me, I mean, it, it was hard to hear that. I, I love the dynamic. I love that this season and I hope mm-hmm. that it's left in. You get to see how many times that Deandra put herself in a position where she was unable to defend herself and I could have annihilated her Mm. and yet I protected her because that's my true nature Mm. I'm always going to want to protect that's genuinely who I am and I know sometimes like Brandy used to say it can't you come across you're not my mother you're not my mother I'm not trying to be your mother I just want you to be happy and safe Mm -hmm. and that's a big thing for me and that's a big theme at the end of the season is that I am a protector and whether or not I like you doesn't stop whether or not I will protect you Mm -hmm. because I just, it's an instinct for me. The damage that was done created this armor, this shield, this intelligence, this hypervigilance. And because of that, I will use that for good to protect people who are around me. Mm -hmm. And um, I think other than my wedding, which I think is going to be a great, you know, we have a lingerie party a bachelorette party, a couple shower, the wedding, the reception, the reception. Lots of parties, Leanne. The reception. Oh. The reception was beautiful. Ben and Ronnie were there and I saw pictures. Yes. Yeah. And, and the band custom wrote our first dance song oh. and then tried to gift it to me. And I was like, no, it's, you wrote this. Like, this is going to be an amazing wedding song. Like, seriously, an amazing wedding song. Um, but the, besides the wedding and the beautiful way that Rich really, truly encouraged me to showed me that it's okay to believe that he loves me because you know I, I don't have a problem with trust really it could that really is shown and then the other thing that's really shown is the is the complicated relationship between me and deandra i want to end this by just hearing what's your favorite thing about deandra i know you to have these oh, like what's one really great thing she about her? is fun she is so fun uh we have had so much fun in our lives she's an amazing cook you know she's working on a cookbook she's an amazing cook she's fun she um 
I think Deandra has such wonderful qualities. I really do. And I miss that part of Deandra so much. Mm-hmm. I miss that friendship so much. You know, there is still a very huge part of me that loves Deandra and always will. And um, I just need that part of Deandra to be able to talk to me. Right. And, you know, you'll have to wait and see this season if that ever happens. Well, Leanne, this was a delight. I love talking to you always. I'm so happy to finally meet you in person. You've done the show a couple times, yes. but it's so nice to see your beautiful face. You are your, so sweet. I love having you here. And I'm uh, glad that you love Dallas. I truly love it. Don't and I keep telling Dallas. everyone, don't sleep. Dallas and Potomac, I think, are the best franchises going. Mm. I, of course, love New York, but Dallas and Potomac still feel so fresh. And I wish just everyone would watch it. And I don't know what else to do or say to get people to watch it because it's so, either. so good. But I it's don't like. Either. I, I think after season one, people maybe had this conception that it wasn't Housewives or something like that. But immediately in season two, you guys hopped in it. And it was like, we everyone should be watching this yeah. show. It's fantastic. And, and episode one this year, we didn't wait. It was like, let's just get into it and start it. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's great TV. And I hope that people give it a shot. And I always say, if you don't want to watch from the beginning, start at season two. Just hop in, or even this current season, because this season's great. Come on in. If you have Come a question for me, mess, you know, Because I will be devastated. I will be devastated if this show goes by the way. I, I don't, I, I don't really, will, right? I don't think it will. Okay. I think it's going to, we're really, our numbers will have to really drop for right. us to do that. Because we've been, we're consistent. If anything, we're consistent, yeah. you know? Um, but I people also, that watch it love it. That's yeah, why it's consistent. And I think we're entertaining. And I think people don't watch television the same way. They're DVRing it and watching it within three or seven days. And those numbers for us are massive. Good. So good because I love it so much, and I never want to see you off my TV screen ever. I love doing <laughs> it, and I love letting that mouth just. Oh, open. when you say when you told someone to suck a dick or whatever, <laughs> bite my um, dick, bite my dick. <laughs> well, because he was being oh, rude, so like good. be nice. I know. Fuck that guy. I mean, like Honestly. really. Bite my dick too. Yeah, you know who that was. That was a podcaster in Dallas. Oh my god, that just moved to Dallas. Interesting. We'll discuss. Later. We'll discuss it later. Leanne, thank you so much for stopping by. You can find Leanne on social media, and then also watch the Real Houses of Dallas. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made 
for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com.